The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. Man's got a little hardware. Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had some fine years on the offensive line with the New York Jets. Part of the morning men on Sirius Satellite Radio. He is Willie Colon. Willie, how are you this evening, my friend? Hey, what's going on, Larry? Everything's good. Everything is excellent. Willie, just give me your thoughts. Let's start out with what you saw from the Jets uh, on Saturday night against the Giants with Aaron Rodgers getting uh, the first start. Um, I I think for me, um, it was good for New York to get a taste, first and foremost. I also think the offensive line um, did a fairly good job. Uh, I think everybody understands the tempo in which Aaron likes to play at. Um, kind of get on the ball, get going. Let's see the field. Let's you know, let's operate. Let's analyze and let's go. Um, I thought they looked efficient. I thought Aaron looked spot on. I didn't see any hiccups in his game or something to worry about. Um, and Garrett Wilson looks like he's going to have another breakout season, man. You can tell he has that moxie and confidence about him um, that's going to really, really shine. And it's going to be special between him and Aaron Rodgers. You got a young receiver who's hungry, who's ready, who's ready to take on New York and be the star that we are all kind of anticipating. I think Aaron's ready to deliver. So it's now it's all about. You know, this offensive unit, which I've said multiple times, you know, offense is always going to take longer than the defense because there's so many interchangeable parts. Everything has to work kind of like a string. Um, and with all that said, you know, they look like they're right where they need to be. The defense, damn, uh, damn sure, look like right where they need to be. The defense looked amazing. Um, but the offensive line and the offense as a whole, I thought were right on par. You know, Willie, uh, it was interesting for me to watch because from this standpoint, I think Rodgers has a certain tempo, which is what you're alluding to, and that tempo sure. is quick, likes to get rid of the football fast. But from an offensive line standpoint, and this is not to this is not to degrade anybody else, but yep. when you have a, a veteran quarterback that's a professional quarterback that understands what it takes, and you have confidence because he's a four-time MVP, he's got hardware. It, it, isn't there a different? mindset, a different respect, a different confidence when you break that huddle with that quarterback as opposed to somebody that doesn't have the same uh, resume? Well, you know, the confidence from the quarterback to the office line really happens when you when you have a quarterback that helps the offensive line put themselves in the best position to protect on a single play, right? Like the one thing that great quarterbacks do, um, they're, out, they're out, you know, obviously besides giving signals to the receivers and adjusting any back to, you know, going formation – it's really allowing the offensive line, especially the center and quarterback in, uh, from a standpoint, to really say, hey, man, I see something. Once you got to slide right out there off the hot, um, really trying to take in the brain work out of trying to block or, or pick up a blitz away from the offensive line and holding themselves accountable for getting, ball, getting the ball out on time. On top of that, just making the right reads. And, and if you do want a fast tempo, you want, you do you want your offense to kind of beat to a certain rhythm um, it all takes the quarterback being able to get the ball out on time and hitting the right guy. And so that, all that comes with trust and confidence and tempo and really just realizing what Aaron says he sees, not only because he has the hardware and the resume, because he's doing it and he has the best interest of making sure that offensive line keeps him up right. Um, and that all works hand in hand. What did it mean to you to hear Makai Becton said he had to put his ego aside and move to right tackle and now he's going to be the starter at right tackle? You know, I was at Jets camp last week, and I was able to kind of just kind of mosey around the field, and uh, I was able to talk to some higher-ups. And um, for the most part, man, and I asked about Makai because I, I really like the guy. I don't, I've never met him personally. Um, I know he has generational you know, type size, like kind of like a Jonathan Ogden. Um, I thought his rookie year, he was impressive. I liked a lot about him, and then he got hurt and kind of went through his, 
his woes. And now that he's back, and I watched him the Buccaneer game, and I watched him the last game, he seemed like the lights starting to turn on for him. And I think a lot has to do with Aaron Rodgers and the people around him really just talking life into the young man. Um, you know, so much is expected when you're a first-round draft pick. I think he had his own expectations of how he wanted to be and what he wanted to look like on film. And then the injury happened, and then it was stories about his weight, yada, yada, yada. But I think as of lately, the last three weeks, man, I thought he's really starting to kind of get back to the Macabre Beckton that I saw against Carolina week one, where he was just flat out playing football, where he was finishing guys. I remember, you know, I, as I mentioned, I was in Jets camp, man, and it was kind of a team drill, team period. And I think it was in a screen or maybe a flat to the right. He throws the he throws the D into the floor, and then he kind of climbs up to the second level. He kind of went at Sauce Gardner a little bit. And they kind of had like a little chippy moment. But I was like, it's good to see that dog. You know what I mean? It's good to see that dog starting to kind of bark at him, and he's starting to get feisty because he's going to need that. You know, they're going to need that. There's going to be guys, you know, that a la Buffalo Bills, a la Dallas Cowboys, everybody, that, you know, they have a tough eight-game schedule. Everybody knows if you cut the head off a snake, it's going to die. Well, they, people only try to knock out Aaron Rodgers. I know it's, it's hard. You can't do it like you used to do back in the day when I played. But they know if they can get to Aaron Rodgers, the Jets' offense is going to, is going to plummet. So you're going to need that five up front to have a little chippiness, a little nastiness to them, and to be finishers just so they can set the tone and tempo that, hey, eight stays up right off all four quarters and we're winning, we're winning this game. That's the type of attitude that, that five, meaning the offensive line, has to develop. So um, I'm glad where he's at mentally. He's a kid that's going to need a lot of affirmations as far as be, keeping his confidence up. But he's also going to have to grow up. But then we also got to realize he's still a pup, too. You know, he, he's not a eight-year guy who's kind of played through enough big games. He's grown up right in front of our eyes. So it's good that Aaron spoke honestly and uh, candidly about, hey, man, you got to wrap your arms around some guys and just show them that, you know, you're worthy of being here. You know, it's crazy, Willie, because we think, especially in football, that guys – Understand that you, this is what you have to do. You know, you don't need you don't need to be patted on the butt. You need to go out there do your right. job. That's what you're supposed to do. But you know, <laughs> athletes are human beings too, right? And so you, yep. you, you all need to have every once in a while. It's nice to have somebody, especially of Aaron Rodgers stature, to come in there and say, you know what, man, you're doing okay. This is what we need from you. Yeah, you know, I, I speak. You know, I was also fortunate to talk to Big Dwayne Brown, who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Um, and I got to talk to him candidly about the process of what they're going through as an offensive line. And for the most part, we were on the same page. Like we we're sorry. That's my son screaming, uh, laughing in the background. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a, it's a situation where we both recognize that, you know, our, our generation, kind of our breed of linemen, you know, you can, you can get dog cussed a little bit. And that kind of, that kind of fired us up. If anything, it motivated us to play harder and get it done. I think this generation, I think this is a universal comment. I'm going to speak generally. Like, they need a little more soft landing. You, I know, buddy. Uh, so it's it's a situation where we kind of we kind of realize that this generation is different from others. But Makai's doing a great job. All right, Willie. Last thing, I know you got to run. Just give me your thought process. Over yeah, I'm under next- attack. I got my little ones all over. <laughs> I apologize, man. That's all right. Last thing, uh, over these next couple of weeks, what does this team have to do to get ready for? that 9-11 game against Buffalo, which is an important game because it's a divisional game. I think for the most part, just understand that this, this game is, is not only a division game, but this is a statement game. I think it's probably one of the most pivotal games to start the season. Just from the standpoint that everybody now wants to deliver and everybody wants to understand that this Jets team is not just all hype. They're going to have to go out there and play hard, play fast. 
and really it's put up or shut up. I mean, New York has been anticipating Aaron Rodgers. They got Aaron Rodgers. They've been anticipating this defense to be able to lights out and the closer. Well, they're going to be able to see it. And this offensive line looks like it's finally come together. So I think it's just put up or shut up. It has to be a dub Monday night in MetLife, the fireworks. It's probably going to be a sold-out game, um, and the world's going to be watching. So you only got one shot to impress the world. Hopefully they can do it September 11th. Willie, thanks for a couple of minutes, my friend. We'll talk to you down the line. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. That's Willie Colon. Your thoughts on the Jets. Are you happy with the moves that they made? Are you confident based on what you've seen from them in preseason that, you know, they can have a – a really important opening night statement because Willie's right. This is a divisional game on 9-11 on Monday Night Football where you're facing the defending champion of the division for the past couple of seasons. It's been Buffalo's division. How important is a win week one? And what happens if you don't get it? We'll get your thoughts next on 98.7 ESPN. It's the Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Jets need to win that opening game against Buffalo. It's a statement game. You get one chance to make a first impression. You've, you've improved the quarterback. Your offensive line looks to be stabilizing. Your defense looks fast and athletic. Deep, you keep rotating defensive linemen. You know, McDonald looks great. I got to win that game. Hmm. 1-800-919-3776. Ira's in Staten Island. What's up, Ira? Hey, Larry. Good spot with Willie. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. This is like uncharted territory that I'm entering, going into the opener. Um, I'm just – I, I'm so comfortable with with this team right now, and like I said, I, I, I'm not predicting Super Bowl. I, I don't. We'll, we'll see where this team goes, but it's just even on roster cutdowns, you know, do, I didn't really have to check the phone. It was it, it was almost predictable what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. I know they're playing some games with the punter and the fullback. I get that, mm-hmm. but at, at the end of the day, you know, unless they could upgrade a receiver or a tackle, which would be nice. Um, I, I think this roster is ready to go. And I think the biggest thing now is just stay healthy and, you know, get your answers to tackle, get the head coach to make a step forward. And uh, otherwise, I, I think this team is a really, really solid, potentially really good team. Do you agree with uh, Willie Ira that this team it's really not must win, but a really important thing to win against Buffalo opening night? And yeah, I, I have to agree with him. Listen, at the end of the world, if they lose on a late field goal and lose 34-31, I understand it. I mean, they can't go out there and lose 24-10. It would just take all the air out of the balloon. But people also got to remember, and you know just as well as I do, in 98, they started 0-2, and then they ended up going 12-2 the rest of the year, and they finished 12-4. So, um, you know, you know, games are funny and must wins and get all of that, but considering everything that they've done, since they signed Rodgers and all the pieces that they added, Dalvin Cook and who else, uh, nobody knows who else is coming aboard. Um, I, I, I think it's as, probably as close to a must win as you possibly can, uh, considering everything that's at stake. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, you, you just, you, you got to go out and win this game. 
uh, for you, Ira, it's got to be a lot of fun to sit back and look at a quarterback that you have confidence in that can make all the throws and do whatever you need, smart quarterback, not going to turn the football over to do things. I mean, I was having this conversation the other day. This is probably, for a Jet fan, this is probably the best quarterback situation since Favre was here that one season, going into the season. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, even with Pennington, you knew where he was at, and I love Chad, but he had his limitations. But once again, this is, you know, this is stuff that as a Jet fan in the last 20, 30 years, you just don't expect. And, you know, you cover the team. You've been out there. You watch yeah. the quarterback carousel. Yeah. And, you know, Sanchez falling down at the Cortland scrimmage. And oh. it's just, it, 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 you just never know what you were going to get at a quarterback. And anytime I went to practice this summer or watch preseason games, well, especially the other night, it's like, okay, um, this is kind of, it's like, it's like, I always, I always, had the thought of taking right, right up to Foxborough. I always wanted to see Tom Brady practice because I didn't know what it was like to watch a Hall of Fame or soon-to-be Hall of Fame mm. quarterback and how they operate. Mm. And even though Favre was here for a short time, this was different because yeah. Favre wasn't all in. You know, Rogers, you know, Rogers is all in, whether it's two years or three years. This guy's all in to win a championship. And it was just, it was fascinating to watch a, a, whole, a potentially Hall of Fame quarterback operate, you know, at practice. Yeah, it, it's different, Ira. Thanks for the phone call. It's, it's a person who is confident. They understand what it takes to win. And that's so important. You know, we talk about it a lot. It's so important. So you got a guy who, who wants to win, who is, has some extra motivation to show his former team that he still has it that he can be a leader, that even if you give him some more leeway and more power, he's not mad hungry or going to go crazy. And once again, we'll see what happens when you have some adversity because, you know, adversity will really challenge you. And most teams have adversity during the season at some point in time. So we'll judge him then. But as of right now, listen, he's done everything you could ask for. Mohammed's in Queens. What's up, Mohammed? What's going on, Larry, man? I uh, love the show. Love, you know, Thank you, you know how I feel about you, man. Um, you. When it comes to the Jets, not no problem. When it comes to the Jets, I'm super excited and ready to go. But the only pause that I have, the, the only little bit of apprehension for the season is our head coach. And I keep saying this, you know, the Super Bowl champions of late, and I guess in history, like the head coach has been an asset, a strength. And right now it's still up in the air what our head coach is. But having Coach Rogers in the, in the facility is giving me a little more, you know, I'm a little more calm about that situation of what we might get or might not get out of Salah. And um, I just wanted to piggyback on, on Cologne's point about the, um, the pressure. Well, well, what game one is, a statement game. Larry, could you imagine if we lose that game and go into the buff, into the Dallas game, staring at 0 2, what the New York media would look, uh, media would look like? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, yeah, the the week one game is a lot of pressure, and it is a statement game to say that we are here and this is for real what we do. That's all I want to say, Larry. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Mohammed. Thanks for checking in. Look, uh, I've said it before, and I think one of the things that, and you've got to do it for the whole season, okay? But one of the things that I think if you're a Jet fan that you, had to be encouraged about was when you heard Robert Sala in the post game talk about, hey, you know what? There were some things that Martindale was doing the Giants defensively, and we made some adjustments when came, they came to the side. Offense came to the sidelines. We made some adjustments, and we were able to take advantage of some things. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. It's supposed to be immediate. 
It's not supposed to be, well, we, you know, we, we, it didn't do that time or we did something else or whatnot. It has to be immediate. You want, you want, you don't want the, the team to continue to take advantage on what you're doing. You know, you wanted to stop it. And so I think that's an encouragement. Once again, I've said it, Mohammed, all, all year. This is, this is a year where, especially from the defensive side of the ball, and that's where Robert Salah, that's his bread and butter, they have to continue to improve and they have to be even better than they were last year. Were they good last year? They were good last year. There's no question. They were good. But even by their own admission, got to get more turnovers. Got to be able to get off the field on third down. The same old things that Jet teams previously have not been able to do consistently. And that's what Robert Sala has to get this team to do. Plus, the clock management issues, the situations, understanding timeouts, understanding strategies, making sure everybody has communication, the little things. Those are the things that he's got to be a handle on. So, yeah, he's really now the offense is, I won't say totally out of his hands, but 98% out of his hands. I mean, he could certainly walk in there and give them some ideas on what defenses would do against these looks. I mean, I think he'll be valuable in that situation. But clearly it's about, you know, the coaching staff doing what they need to do and taking that next step and being better. All right, you don't want to be the reason why your team doesn't win. You want to be, you want to prepare them and have them ready. And listen, we'll find out hard knocks is tonight. And I'm sure they'll have some more of his speeches and his speeches have been very good. But ultimately, it is about how your team prepares, what they do and when the lights get bright, how do they minimize mistakes and how do they work together as a unit? That's what this is about. And this is as important a game as the Jets have played in a long time. And it's week one against a Buffalo team. And Ira, I know what you said about them losing on a late field goal, but the score you gave me, if you're telling me that that defense gave up 30-some points, then you've you're got some concerns about that defense too. Because that defense, the way they're, they are playing, the talent on that side of the ball, and of course, we get it. Offenses can can have a night. But that preparation, you've had the whole offseason <laughs> to prepare for Buffalo. <laughs> and that's what you're doing right now. You're preparing for Buffalo right now. Right now. You have to show up well. You just do. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 9870 ESPN. The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. Giants who made some interesting cuts today to get down to 53. Our Jordan Runon will join us then, and we'll pick his brain and see what uh, he likes about this Giants team. Right now, let's head back to the phones. We go to Centerport. That's where Danny's hanging out with 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Danny. Hey, Larry. Pleasure to speak to you, my friend. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, I listen. You know, I, I call the morning show all the time. I listen to the station throughout. I and I on the post-game shows of the Jets. And, you know, listen, not, not to give you my resume, but I'll give it to you quick. At 53, I'm rooting for this team and a season ticket holder since I'm eight years old. Okay, Larry? So there's nothing that I haven't been through. There's nothing that I haven't suffered through. The, the, the little bit of glory and all the heartache, right? The, the expectations here 
for this team are through the roof more than ever and justifiably, right? So that's great. But we are nothing but relevant at this point, right, Larry? That's all we are. We're relevant. We're in mm-hmm. the conversation about being a quality team that can make the playoffs if this goes right, if that goes right, if that goes right, right? We can go all day long with the line and blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is we need continuity to start from week one. And if we can get out of the first six weeks at about three and three, in my eyes, realistically, Larry, then we're, then we're relevant. Now we're a team that can, can, we can contend because we play the hardest teams. We start to build continuity, and we, be, be, we will be becoming a team. Because if we're 3-3, three and three, that means we've played some serious football against some serious teams, and building that continuity is what it's going to be all about. So we are relevant, but we're nothing more relevant than just a possible playoff team that has the potential to go as far as we can take it. But that's all we are. So to talk about Super Bowl right now, to talk about all that nonsense, for somebody that has suffered like me through the heartache of this organization, that is ludicrous, okay? I am pumped. i be honest with you, Larry, I'm like a kid at Christmas right now. I can't <laughs> wait for this to start, but I'm realistic, and I know there's going to be some growing pains, and I know in the first few weeks it's going to be tough, and we have to get that continuity and everything has to be right. Do I believe in this? Yes, I do, because I think our skilled players are tremendous. I think our defense is very good. And I think if it all comes together, we are going to make a say on who gets the AFC. No doubt about it. That's how I truly feel. And I think that's the most realistic take as a true Jet fan you could take. Let's be real. Let's be realistic. Let's fight for a playoff spot. And let's show that we're a real team that can contend and make things happen. Other than that, talking Super Bowl to me is absolutely ludicrous. We're in contention. But let's be relevant first before we before we go anywhere else. I'd love to see what you think about that, Larry. Danny, you're a thousand percent right. Thanks for the phone call. Thousand percent right. You you because you haven't played the game. Okay, so you don't know how all this is going to work. On paper, it should be really good. Talent is there. Okay, the the, the defense, as I said, the defense is very good. The offense could be very very good. The offensive line will stabilize itself. You'll find some depth. You'll get some depth here to, to try to stabilize it and further add depth to it. You will. And you you can't wait to see how the running back situation is going to go with Cook and, and Hall, probably more Cook early and Hall late. You know, you it's going to be great to see what the receiving core, how deep it's going to be because as brilliant and as, as fantastic as – Rodgers, you know, is going to be to Gary Wilson. Rodgers to Wilson is going to be great. You know, teams are going to double team him. So Rodgers is going to have to find some other people to help him out. But I think that's what you want. You want to have the best records you can, make the postseason, and then go on a deep run. That's what you want. And how you fare against these previous, how you fare against the teams, which is a very tough schedule early, and you don't know. We're going by how the teams were last year. They may not be as good this year. <laughs> you don't know. But on paper, the divisional games and the conference games, you need to win those games, Danny. Those are the ones you need to win. Or you need to be, if you lose them, you lose them late. Or you're in those games. And you learn how to win and you learn how to grow and you learn how to be together. You learn how to fight. And understand that this is not, more is expected of you. 
All right, those who were here last year, they got the taste. Man, we were six and two, seven and four. We were, man, wow, we were seven and four. And then you lost every game after that. Well, that's unacceptable. That will not be tolerated for this team. So, Danny, I think you've got the, you know, you got the right idea. You know, let's take it one game at a time. Let's see what happens. Uh, Mark's in Newark. What's up, Mark? What's going on, Larry? How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing good. Thanks. Doing good. Uh, that's good to hear. Okay, so for uh, Mr. Realistic, you know, he's 53, I'm 60, and I'm anything but realistic. <laughs> I don't care about all that. But we're just going to go to the playoffs, and we can realistically – you can't realistically expect anything in football. Realistically yep. what? We were going to play the big, bad Bills. Ooh, we didn't seem to have a problem beating them last year without a quarterback, or at least one that didn't know how to play anywhere other than his backyard. I, I, I'm just, I'm just thoroughly, I don't care about all that realistic crap. And 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 oh, what are we going to do about this six-game schedule that's so tough? You know something? I when I played football, I always, I was always taught <laughs> they got to worry about us. I ain't worrying about them. They got to worry about us. You think the Bills are like every team we played last year, every single game we played last year, Larry, we had the the other team comes in and they know one thing coming in the door or us coming in their door. They know one thing from the gate before the ball was even kicked. And that's that. They can't. Their offense is terrible. <laughs> they, they're going to find if we don't do nothing but just just, just play them even defensively. They're going to find a way. Where if we scored six points, we're probably going to win the game every game. And that's why when we got a touchdown, it was like, okay, well we and we got a touchdown. It was like the most wonderful thing you could imagine. So I'm not with all that realistic and all that crap. We solved the problem that we needed, and we needed somebody that knew how to play. Check this out. Ryan Fitz tragic. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact of at the worst possible time, Fitz magic turned into Fitz tragic. The worst, the worst death game I ever saw was that game against the Bills. Mm-hmm. That broke my heart in a million pieces because my first thought was, oh, no, we got Fitz tragic. Here he comes. But the whole season, you saw that Pitch Magic knew how to play football. You, mm-hmm. I didn't feel one ounce of, uh, 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 you know, he don't know where to go with the ball, that it wasn't going to come out quick. He even ran a lot, too. He was he actually did. a lot of fun to watch. He did. He had a good year. And so now I'm like this right here. I've seen Aaron Rodgers enough to know that this man is even better than that. And I know also that my defense is better than that. So the big bad Bills better just bring their lunch pails and all that. And whoever lined bring all comers. All comers. I ain't punking up with that realistically. Realistically, I want to go kick butt from start to finish. Are we going to shut out, put this, shut out every game? No. Now, that's not realistic. Although that would be amazing, but that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. But 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 teams are going to find out that what pressure is like because now they can't score. They they're going to have to score, which means they're going to be panicking. They're going to be doing stupid stuff, high risk stuff because they can't move the ball, and then that's going to be in our favor. 
You saw that with the pick six in the preseason game. Mm-hmm. Something so simple as that. It's a big difference. So while they're Mark. trying to figure out what to do, then they got to give Aaron Rodgers the ball back with our and no no I ain't even mentioned Dalvin Cook and 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 and, and Brees Hall running the ball. Let's not forget screen passes with them, draw plays with them, off tackle blasts with them, uh, play actions off of them, and deep throws with Rodgers. Please, I ain't worrying about none of these cats. That's all I got. I hear you, Mark. Thanks for the phone call. But once again, everybody has different scars as a fan. Danny's got deep scars. Danny wants to take it for his, he's been hurt bad. Danny's taking it a little differently. You, you're an aggressive guy, Mark. (laughs) You got that attitude. I take all comers. I get it. I got it. I understand. That's what makes being a fan so much fun because there's all different types. There's a lot of people who are like you and there's a lot of people who are like Danny. And there's some who don't even want to even, they're not even trying to even think about this right now. (laughs) They're like, I don't even want to talk about this. When are we playing? Let's just get to the games. I'm ready to play. Let's just get to the game. We got more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.